Hello, and thank you for tuning in to today's Minutes with Maurice podcast. During a recent conversation with my children, the subject of some of our family vacations came up. Come with me now. It's 1964. Number six child and fifth son, Thomas, is born in July. Where could a family of eight afford to vacation? One option was camping. That was our solution to family vacations that would not impoverish us. We started modestly with a fold-up tent on a trailer that provided shelter at the campground. It was approximately a six-foot square box on two wheels that carried the tent, gear, and clothes. At the time, beer companies marketed bottles of beer in sturdy cartons holding 24 bottles of beer. The cartons were made ideal cases. They were so sturdy. So each child was given one beer case. They were allowed to paint the case the color of their choice. Now then, their task was to pack their own suitcase, or as I call it, a box, with what they wanted or needed. If they forgot something, they did without for the trip. At that time, our campouts usually started Friday afternoons and ended with our Sunday afternoon return. The children, by now, ages nine months, to year, nine years old, enjoyed camping, learned about personal responsibilities, and created some memories of their own, which we'll talk about later. As we expanded our outings to more distant campgrounds, we began discussing the possibility of a two-week trip out west. Our existing camping gear would not support a lengthy outing. So it was that we bought an 18-foot self-contained trailer. We towed it with a Plymouth station wagon that had three sets of seats. We thought it was just the rig for a family of eight to take a 2,000-mile tour of some of the western states. Shakedown's weekends proved the trailer to be okay. What was a problem was keeping six children calm while cooped up in a car going 55 miles an hour. The third set faced back and opened two ways, sideways or vertically. And it was a tailgate access to the third seat. And the third seat did not face forward, unlike later models. It was my job to plan the overall trip and keep us rolling down the highway. My wife, Marie, and mother of the children was excellent in planning the daily snacks or treats to provide diversions between road stops. So, now let's flash back to 1970 with me.
My recollection of the whole trip is fuzzy. We hit the road on our adventure on a Friday morning. First stop was the St. Louis, Missouri area and the Gateway Arch, which is now called the Jefferson National Expansion Memorial. While reminiscing about the trip, I asked the children to write about their recollections. It tickled me to read their comments. Rather than my rambling on, I will read their comments, and they will all be considered quotes. Son Tom, my memories are complaining that you guys were smoking in the car, and we were fighting to get you guys just to roll the window down a half inch. Other than that, I was too young to remember much else. He does not remember riding horseback at one of the ranches that we stopped at. I remember the Dan says, I remember the camper as an 18-footer. You always marveled at the Airstream trailer whenever you saw one. I recall a lot of driving and speed limits of 55 miles per hour or less. The station wagon had a rear door that could open two ways. I remember stops at Old Faithful in Yellowstone National Park and Mount Rushmore in South Dakota. Steve, I love the heated pool that was adjacent to one overnight near the Snake River. Not sure, but I think the car broke down somewhere along the way due to cooling issues. The struggle to get up Pice Peak. I remember meeting the bears at the side of the road and Michelle screaming and running into the car. You and Mom smoking and all of us kids griping. Seeing the dinosaur excavations. I recall Paul and me and maybe Dan kicking up and hiking up a mountainside at one of the overnights. You were worried because the sun was setting behind the mountain for an early sunset. You used binoculars to find us and we got down just before dark. We were loaded with ticks and you took us into the showers, stripped us, and got all of the ticks off. And let's see now, Paul. Well, he says, my memories are complaining about you guys smoking. I also remember the warm pool at the Snake River. A trip out west with my four children is what I remember most. Mark, it was a great trip. To add to what Dan recalled, I remember the hot sulfur bath in Glenwood Springs. I remember you being really worried that the car wasn't going to be able to go up the mountain's roads. The car was really struggling. Mom had us playing all kinds of games in the car. I remember the trailer wasn't really big enough to hold all of us, so I had to sleep in a tent outside, and I was worried about the bears. So I asked Tom to sleep in the tent with me, in case a bear came, I could feed Tom to the bear. He didn't know any better, so it was a good idea.
And one of the uh, options that uh, Mark did not mention, rather than sleeping in the tent, if where we stopped had a, uh, a common building area, like showers or picnic tables or something, he would sleep on a picnic table in the building just to be away from the bears. Now, Michelle, her recollections. I remember the trip well. I was in so much pain because of my bladder. It began the aversion to traveling for me. Having to stop on the side of the road to pee every hour. Now, at this point, I must question Michelle's memory of stopping on the side of the road. The trailer was self-contained with a toilet. I think we would have her use the trailer's potty rather than the roadside. But that's her memory, and she's sticking to it. Now, continue with Michelle's memories. I include dancers around a campfire, the repulsive smell of the geysers and hot springs. I did love the topography that was so much different. I remember the smell of the canvas or the camper being musty, sleeping in a bed of gritty sand. What I remember personally was Michelle refusing to get out of the car when we got to Old Faithful at Yellowstone. She never did get out and missed Old Faithful's eruption. And so, as we continue, the, the uh, if, rather than my, okay, <laughs> sorry about that. That's what happens when you do it verbatim and uh, ad lib. If there was a lesson to be learned from the trip, it would have been, Dad and Mom, please stop smoking. It took us a few years to listen to them, but we did stop smoking. It was 50 years ago when I quit at the age of 40. In no particular order, we, you have heard about their memories. And thank you for listening to this week's More Minutes with Maurice podcast. I just want to make a personal note here uh, and consider it from a senior senior, if there is such a label. Don't stop creating pleasant memories with your family. They will be a topic of warm discussions long after you and I are gone. Be sure to click on follow for next week's Minutes with Maurice podcast. Until then, I am Maurice St. Germain.